Hello and welcome to Not So Molly Mormon Podcast. Hi, welcome back everyone. I lost my voice there in the little intro, but this is Sarah. And this is Katie. Oh my God, we have missed you all so much. So much, so much. Yeah, Sarah's been uh, out of the country. She went to visit her family in the States for a month. And um, so we had to take a week off here and there. But thanks to Kelly for filling in in the meantime. And we just really missed Sarah. We just really, I missed you. So I'm so glad you're back and we're back recording. I missed you. We just did a um, a Patreon episode where I talk all about it because I definitely miss Katie and I missed our chats and it's just so therapeutic, honestly. Um, and uh, it's weird because it went by so fast, but I was like, oh, something's off. I always feel like there's something <laughs> off when yeah. I record, like yeah. my balance yeah. thrown. Oh, same, same. For me, it went by slow because I was like, when the fuck is she getting home? <laughs> <laughs> but we're back um we are yeah. back and do you have any announcements no I mean other than yeah came back from the states we were chatting and that it's um it's hard to travel with a kid a long international flight to How say the you? least that's like the understatement of the century <laughs> oh it's hard <laughs> and it, it, it's such a um reality versus Instagram scenario where I was talking to Jay and he was like, Oh, your, your trip looks so amazing. Like you had so much fun and it was relaxing. And I was like, absolutely not. Like it was fun, but it was so far from being relaxing. <laughs> like, oh yeah. I can not yeah. a vacation at all. So, so busy, constantly on the go driving. I forget how much you have to drive, especially in the South, like you're talking, I mean, like at least 30 minutes anywhere you want to go. And well, I'm and talking. you going from not driving at all to yeah. then driving everywhere is probably a little shocking. <laughs> and driving with a baby because my husband doesn't have a license yet. So like all the driving was on me and we don't drive with Rory often, like if at all. Right. Um, so he had to adjust to a car seat and we went to North Georgia um, for the second week we were there to spend like in time in the mountains. We were offline, which is fucking fantastic. Like the cabin we were in didn't have Wi-Fi, which did my brain wonders. Um, mm-hmm. But so Lanta, anyone who's from around that area or has lived in Atlanta knows like the worst traffic ever. And there's always a fucking accident, always on the interstate. Oh, shit. And it was supposed to be a six-hour drive from Florida. We were in Destin to North Georgia. Turned into a nine-hour drive. With Gross. Hours of standstill traffic with my baby screaming the whole time. Oh, my God. So done. Here's and, the thing, too. Like, yeah. I, okay, this is just, I'm giving major props to you because I recently drove to San Diego, right? Mm-hmm. It's five and a half hours. I have a fiance, <laughs> love saying ah, that word. And we switch off, right? Like, so we 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 stop, we use the bathroom, we fuel up, and then we switch. So like, you're really not um, driving for that long, but you couldn't switch. Also, we don't have a baby that's a that's crying and needs attention and needs food and probably needs to be changed. Like that stresses me out so bad to think about that. So props to you, good well, mama. <laughs> 
I have to be honest, I didn't have to drive on that trip because I had a mental uh, breakdown a week before <laughs> and was like, I told my brother, I was like, I can't go on this trip. Oh, so you had your brother. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. because so- I was like, I can't drive for six hours with my baby and also through Atlanta. Like, hell no, not with, I can't drive on the interstate because it's just crazy when you go through Atlanta and with a baby, yeah. back, I, like my nerves and my anxiety were just like wrecked. So I try to get out the trip and they're like, well, I'll drive. I'll drive. My brother was like, I'll just drive. Oh, okay. That makes so, more sense. But still, that's a long yeah. ass time in a car. It was a long ass time. And then my baby shit, like he took a big poo in the middle of standstill <laughs> traffic. And I was like, I need to change him. But we have oh, to change. So God, and it's, it's so hot car. and you're just breathing in the shit air. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, it was um, it was a trip, but definitely amazing to see family and stuff. But uh, we came back and I was like, oh my god, how do parents do this around the world without an iPad? Like, how did we do it before there was like screen time and shit? Because we finally figured out that that is a lifesaver at the end of the trip, and we're like, oh yeah, okay, this is a must. Like, this keeps (laughs) him quiet for at least twenty minutes. Excellent. (laughs) Who <laughs> I can like breathe for just Ooh. a second. Um, yeah. So in the Patreon episode, we just recorded one. Um, I talk about some little gems that I discovered while at my parents' house unpacking. Mm-hmm. And it was it was amazing. It was everything you could hope for. <laughs> Super vulnerable, and I'm gonna get even next level vulnerable for the main episode. This is what? Like, prepare yourself. This is um. A warning, trigger warning. If you are offended or uncomfortable with cringiness, please turn it off. Like, turn <laughs> your podcast off right now because this is going to make you feel real uncomfortable because it's so cringy. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's next level cringy, but this is how much I love you guys and how much I'm all for vulnerability because I'm sharing with you something that I read it and I couldn't even read it to my husband. And yet I'm still. <laughs> tell it to everyone who listens to our podcast because I feel like it's just yeah it's bad we're gonna we're gonna understand we're gonna be there (laughs) with you (laughs) I mean maybe we'll see how bad it is just kidding (laughs) so bad um so yeah let's just get into it so I you know you guys know if you've listened to the podcast and if you binge listen I went to BYU and I was going through like I am all of my stuff for my senior year and so going through like acceptance letters and I had forgotten that I got accepted to a few more universities outside of the two that I was choosing between and I was like okay so that meant I had lots of like essays that I wrote. Oh boy. Uh, oh man. Okay. Uh, so lots of college entry essays and like scholarship essays and stuff. And so I found the one that I wrote to BYU. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> and this is not only cringy because of how much of a loser I was with talking about this kind of stuff, but also because I like my writing. Okay. Granted, I was like 16 when I wrote this. But still, I I can remember little old arrogant Sarah being like, God, I'm such a good writer. So, <laughs> you I, mean, gosh, I'm such a good writer. Gosh, I'm such a good writer. I'm like the best writer ever. And then I read this and I was like, this is so bad. This is such bad writing. 
Um, I mean, you were 16, so I'm going to make you give yourself some slack, but I also can't wait to hear it. So. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. And then it's also, it reminded me, it gives me total um, Josie Grossy vibes where it's like, <laughs> oh, this poor girl, like she needs to get laid or have like something outside of her life besides the church. I'm not uh, Josie Grossy anymore. Like, honestly. I'm, I'm not a Mormon anymore. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> so bad. Okay, so let's just get into it because I also have a little clip that I want to listen to. I'm not going to, it's like a video, but it's only like a, a minute and 40 minutes. Um, Just a little audio clip we can listen to. Um, So um, here's my scholarship essay slash I don't know if it's scholarship or my admission essay to BYU one of the two but um anyway it says I had never given much thought to the way I eat starburst jelly beans until I read this <laughs> question <laughs> I'm already so fucking thrilled this is just <laughs> making my day okay continue and I don't know, this is totally out of context. I don't know what question this is. Like, I, I'm assuming that the the question for this essay, a mission essay, was like, how do you eat your favorite candy or some shit? Or how do you, I don't know. I don't know what the question is, but I said until I read this question. So I don't yeah. know. What is, but and you know what? I have not thought of Starburst jelly beans in probably 20 years. Do right? they even stop those? I don't even I don't know. Think they do. I don't think they do. Um, I also, Master when I was reading this, I was like, oh my God, this is giving me such nostalgia. Like I used to love those jelly beans and they only I, have them at yeah. Easter. Yeah. And I, I liked the pink ones because, you know, obviously the pink Starburst is the best one. Okay. So you're, you're kind of getting into my essay. I oh, about shit. It. I need to get out of your head. I need to get out of your head. Okay. All right. <laughs> Okay, so I go, I keep going. I guess you could say I'm one of those people who eat all of my least favorite ones first and save my favorite, like strawberry, for last. Oh, ding, ding, ding. (laughs) (laughs) But before I even begin to eat the jelly beans, I generally tend to separate my jelly beans by their flavor. This act illustrates my organizational skills. (laughs) Check mark. BYU, I am organized. Give me a scholarship. I, I love little you. Oh, my God. It's so cute. Oh, so cringy. Okay. After I divide them into my neat little piles of flavors, I arrange them in order from least to most favorite. Orange is my least favorite and strawberry is my favorite. Orange is the least, huh? Okay. Yeah, I thought I would have gone with lemon, which is interesting, but apparently it was orange. So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) This also reflects how I approach things in my life, particularly hard trials that I must overcome. I tend to want to get the hardest things over with first and have only the best things left to do in the end. Oh, so opposite of me where I'm just a procrastinator. (laughs) Oh, but can you guys already tell? We're already getting that spiritual element in there, that theme coming in. You got to infuse it in because it's BYU. Yeah. Yeah. Hardships and trials, right? Oh, so many. Um, After I have my jelly beans neatly arranged, I begin with the actual process of eating them. (laughs) (laughs) No, 
you don't say. I know, right? Oh, God. Um, I dig into the most disgusting flavor, orange, first and get okay. it over with. Okay, little Sarah. It is not disgusting. <laughs> it's more dramatic. Also, I could just throw them away. I don't have to eat them. Jeez. But you are a metaphor for trials. Uh, <laughs> then I slowly begin to eat the orange flavored and lemon. Oh, wait, sorry. Then I slowly begin to eat the lemon flavored ones and so on until I reach the greatest flavor, strawberry. <laughs> While eating those orange flavored and lemon flavored jelly beans was not the most enjoyable experience, I was able to complete this task and bear through it. Bear through eating orange and lemon jelly It's not that hard. Just throw it away, little Sarah. You don't have to eat them. This is my favorite thing ever. You know that in your head you were like, oh, this is going to be such a good metaphor. For oh. how I get through the hard things first. I just I bear did. through it. Why I saved this essay as a hard copy, like, because I clearly thought it was a masterpiece and needed to be saved. And that's what you're taught in church all the time is like, get through the hard stuff and then you'll get the reward, right? So you were, you knew what you were doing. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Okay. This parallels the trials I have been through in my life, especially this past year. (laughs) Oh. Um, Okay. (laughs) I had to endure much. <laughs> this is all also like bullshit. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I didn't endure much in my younger years, but whatever. I had to endure much in my younger years in order to receive those eternal blessings in the end. I love I, when 16-year-olds talk about their younger years when I'm like, bitch, you're in your younger right? years. <laughs> I, as a 35-year-old woman now, I'm like, you know nothing. <laughs> Of enduring <laughs> trials, so but you you endured them to get your everlasting or whatever eternal blessings. Exactly, <laughs> eternal blessings because I endured to the end. Ugh. Okay. I also <laughs> say it also makes me have a higher understanding of the importance of keeping my dating standards. Oh no! Wait, how does this fit in? Oh, we're gonna see. Um. Okay. I live in an area in South Georgia where members of my age are scarce, so I never had the opportunity to date. I'm not Josie Grossy anymore. <laughs> and I love how this is this is exactly how Mormons talk. You don't say uh, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. You just say members, and everyone knows what you mean. Exactly. That Mormon culture, like, it, you're just called members. It's so interesting. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, I used to think about this subject and it made me really upset and angry to a certain degree. Now I just realized that I'm eating those least favorite jelly beans in my life first in order to treasure that sumptuous strawberry jelly bean. (laughs) Oh my God. My face just went through so many contortions just now. At first I I dropped my jaw. I was like, you're really calling those Georgian boys the the hard, gross, like... Orange ones to get to. I'm sorry. The sumptuous <laughs> strawberry. <gasps> oh, this is the this is the best thing you've ever shared on this show. I am I am beside myself right now. <laughs> it's so bad. And then I even continue. There's a comma after that comma, which represents my blessing to come from enduring to the end and remembering my goals. <laughs> Wow. Wow. In what other, like any other (laughs) 
college Catholic university admission uh, essay, would you be (laughs) talking about Mormon boys as sumptuous strawberry jelly beans? Right. Because you're you're getting through those heathens that live around you. And if you get if you endure through that, you can go to BYU and have your pick of the strawberries. <laughs> oh my god. Little did I know that was definitely not the case. Uh, uh, no. No, 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 no. Uh, the guys at BYU are like those jelly beans that are in those like jelly belly packs, and some of them taste like like farts or boogers. Or throw up and yeah. yeah. That's what the BYU boys are. Sorry, Freddie to BYU because if you're listening to us now and you went to BYU you're not a throw up jelly bean you're a strawberry jelly bean <laughs> exactly you're strawberry I'm a strawberry jelly bean now but before yeah. I was a throw up jelly bean because I went to BYU and was a Mormon yeah yeah definitely <laughs> um my process of eating jelly beans is to first sort out the flavors and arrange them in order from least favorite to absolute favorite eat the most disliked jelly beans and finally savor eating my favorite strawberry jelly beans you can clearly tell that like I'm doing like a formula here where it's like third or fourth paragraph. You must recap the following. Reiterate. Mm-hmm. Reiterate. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. This characterizes me and my life in that I first have to sort out my goals and values. Then I arrange my priorities in life and see which ones are most important and just overcome the other inconsequential ones. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes these trials appear impossible to overcome, but in truth, they are not. If I have some guidance and help. <laughs> yeah. I, how do you get someone to help you eat? Oh, yeah, I guess you could have someone help you eat the disgusting jelly beans. <laughs> or again, just throw them away. Why are we eating them? You know. So stupid. Okay. It takes me a while sometimes to really understand which priorities are most important in my life. This is especially true of such decisions like homecoming and prom at my school. I did not go to my school's prom or homecoming last year, my junior year, because I also, because I did not have a date who lived my standards. Oh, my, my. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wait, so did you get asked and you turned turned them down? I did, because (gasps) they did not live my standards, Katie. A.K.A. they weren't Mormon. Yep. Oh, honey bunny. That also makes me feel sad for you that you didn't go to junior. I know. I know. Yeah. I was just a butt, too. Like, who does that? That's so rude. (laughs) A butt. (laughs) (laughs) And then I I just recently attended my senior year homecoming dance this year without a date. Although it was not the most anticipated homecoming weekend, I was able to have fun with friends and knowing I did not lower my standards. Oh my my! <laughs> I've thought uh, like this is horrible. I do not like sixteen-year-old little Sarah. Um, okay, here's the final paragraph. Are we ready? This is what this is what got BYU to let me in. Okay, I'm ready. I know that I have to complete these difficult trials of no dates. <laughs> I oh. just trials of no dates. Okay, sorry. <laughs> And eating those orange jelly beans in order to one day be able to savor and enjoy my blessings from remaining strong and never lowering any of my standards or forgetting my goals. Oh, and my God. In this line, so this last section is what I read to Greg last night. It's the only part I can manage to read to him. <laughs> and I was like, so cringy. Somewhere down the road, I will be able to eat my strawberry jelly bean, which sounds really sexual now. It it. really does. That sounds like you're looking for some puss. 
right? <laughs> yeah. Um, when I find that worthy return missionary who will take me to the Lord's temple to be sealed for all time and eternity. And when this happens, I will look back at all these trials I experienced and overcame, whether it be having no boyfriend or eating orange jelly beans, (laughs) and realize that they were all worth it when I'm enjoying that blissful strawberry jelly bean, a.k.a. my temple marriage. No, Sarah, (laughs) no, this cannot be real. (laughs) The blissful strawberry jelly bean name of the episode but also <laughs> i i i am i am honestly floored because this is this is killing me that this was this is what got you into a university like you're not even talking about your academic skills or any of those other no. qualities you're talking about eating hypothetical jelly beans and saving yourself for a returned missionary and exactly. that that got you admission that is wild because you are and always have been very smart, but I love but like that's so fascinating that that's not highlighted at all no. in in this. <laughs> not at all. Like exactly what you said. Like any other like you know college admission application, you have to talk about your academics or like your voluntary like your volunteer work or mm-hmm. you know how you approach certain situations. <laughs> I just talk about not lowering my standards and a, a temple marriage. And BYU was like, done, you're in. Yeah. You know, those teachings that they teach young women, they really do make them seem kind of stuck up, right? Like, I'm better than all these other boys, and I'm not going to lower my standards to even say yes to them to prom because my church told me I'm better than them. Isn't that wild? Like, so horrible to read. Like, I just think if anyone... Well, now, now everyone has read this, but, (laughs) um, you know, if you weren't Mormon and you read this as like a 16 year old, I would be like, what the actual fuck? This girl is rude. Like she's such a snob and. And she's also like sexually attracted to strawberry jelly beans (laughs) because it's oozing with sexuality when you're like, I get to enjoy my blissful strawberry jelly bean. I can't wait. (laughs) I feel like Harry Styles should have made his song instead of watermelon sugar, strawberry jelly bean sugar or something (laughs) strawberry jelly bean. (laughs) (laughs) That's way more accurate in this situation oh, and sugar. I I am so happy at this moment <laughs> it's so bad but I wanted to share this little clip because I was thinking like fuck like I that's crazy that I was obviously this uh, yeah obsessed I guess is the right word brainwashed whatever my whole life revolved around and this is how my thought process was this, this is not even exaggerated like this essay right wasn't me trying to be someone that I wasn't like this is really how I thought this is what I thought Mm -hmm. I was doing and and would have these blessings and whatnot and if my niece is listening to this hi Kayla if you are she's about to go to university like her first semester imagine writing that for a college application process outside of BYU like you would never (laughs) write anything like that no it's wild to me but yeah I found this like little clip that I want to share that's from 1989 from the Mormon Church. Sorry, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And it's <laughs> called Chastity as a Man Soweth. Oh, I hate it already. Yeah, it gets bad. Okay, here we go. So we're okay. playing it. You have to decide how far 
you're gonna let it go. Um, are you gonna let him put his arm around you? Are you gonna let him kiss you? What are you gonna do? And you have to decide before you ever go with him. Because when you're there, it's too late. So once you've held the boy's hands, it's hard to not hold his hand. And once you've kissed him, it's hard to stop kissing and go back to holding hands. And once you've kissed a lot, it's hard to just say, kiss with one good night kiss. That's just one segment. We're going to watch a second one. Whoa. But now you guys know why I was, like, so paranoid as a high schooler about going to dance or prom or anything with someone who wasn't Mormon because... <laughs> Celestial Jesus forbid they want to hold your hand. Yeah. I... Yeah. Oh, sorry. So, and no, also you... just get some context. I'll send you this link later, Katie, but it's, like, so 80-licious. Their hair, everything is, like, it's amazing. I can envision it, yes. <laughs> pause it there so then like the last part but these are all I mean even listening to her again like oh you know it's non-members and and members as well like you can't have that super strong bond uh, until you're married like what yeah and it is we've mentioned it so many times but it's so messed up because it you it makes people feel like they can't express themselves physically because it's a sin but then it's like you don't even know if you like how you know, if you're sexually compatible with that person, especially if they're getting weird over something as small as kissing, it's like, what if you don't like how they kiss you? What if it turns you off? Like, exactly. and then you marry them and expect it to all magically work. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Um, okay, so this is the last part. It's from David B. Height, Quorum of the Twelve Apostles. Okay. Seth President George Albert Smith, well defined between the Lord's territory and the devil's. If you will stay on the Lord's side of the line, you will be under his influence and will have no desire to do wrong. But if you cross to the devil's side of the line one inch, you are in the tempter's power. And if he is successful, you will not be able to think or even reason properly because you will have lost the spirit of the Lord Close quote. As a man soweth, so shall he reap. There you go. Okay, that, that is an excellent example of everything we were taught. Like, you go even one inch over that line. You do that three-step maneuver with Satan even <laughs> once. And you have no control over yourself anymore. Mm-hmm. You can't think straight. You can't reason straight. He's in control of you, and he has his grasp on you. And they teach it to you like it's that's literal. It's not just a metaphor. And so you get so scared into just obeying everything they say. Yep. And that's exactly why little 16 year old Sarah wrote that essay. And again, not exaggerated in the least. That's how I thought I was terrified of even crossing like a little bit, you know, doing a little cross my little toe 
flexing my little toe, the three, three step maneuver, you know, like <laughs> I did not want to do any of that because I was like, Oh, if I do it, then I'm lowering my standards and I'm never going to get married and have that savory strawberry jelly bean of eternal <laughs> marriage. So can't do it. Oh my God. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm speechless. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> We're back with a boom, with a bang. And now we all know of Sarah's sexual love of strawberry <laughs> jelly beans. <laughs> I feel like I need a t-shirt now that says savory strawberry jelly beans. So isn't it, wasn't it sumptuous or blissful? Sumptuous, yes. I also use the, the adjective sumptuous. I need that one as well. Sumptuous. You did. Oh, you were, get, you were getting out all those adjectives. I was getting all the alliteration. It was all oh, right. Is it was I was loving it. Oh my, oh, god. my god! Well, thank you for sharing that because <laughs> yes, that was <laughs> that was a lot. But um, a lot. One of my favorite things ever to happen. So <laughs> I, I'm I'm so so happy about it. <laughs> Yikes! Bikes that rhymes. Um, oh my god! So many of the. Never been kissed references. <laughs> um, I want to end by um, asking you a quick question. Yes. Do you know what Satan's favorite spice is? Oh, my God. Um, it's no. cinnamon. Ah! <laughs> I saw that on the internet a while ago, and I was like, just holding on to it, like, I gotta tell Sarah this. <laughs> oh my god, we're ending on a bang with the mom joke. I yeah. fucking live for it. Uh, man, we're doing really well. <laughs> yeah, we're we're back at it, friends. And thanks for thanks for bearing through the cringe with us. Yes. We love you so much. Uh, please go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts if you haven't already. Give us a nice rating and yes, review, please. And thanks to everyone who has. And if you want more content, you can go over to Patreon. The link is in the show notes. And yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week. We'll be back. Have a good one, you guys. Bye. Bye.